Hi, my name is Noah Klein. I'm the handler of Undefined Depths. We are currently doing God's Teeth. Viewer discretion is advised. This campaign confronts and handles violence against children, among other sexually charged topics. Please make sure that you are at least 18 or up or accompanied with parental guidance. Welcome to Undefined Depths. We now we will now have the cast introduce each other and their characters, starting with Rowan. Hi everyone, my name's Amber. I will be playing Rowan today. She is a young woman in her early 20s. A little out there. She's got some bright pink hair and tattoos, but when she is not working for the program, she works for the CIA in their think tank. Next up? Next up will be Val. Hi, my name is Val. I'm playing Lucy Stone, uh, who is a lawyer. Uh, she is uh, average height and average weight, even though she thinks she should be eating less. She has light brown hair, which she pulls into a bun. She looks very serious, but she has this flirty smile on her face. Alex. Uh, hello, I'm Eros. I'm playing uh, Alex Alexander Reyes, who's an author for Birdsuit Books Company, and as well as a media advisor to them. Frankie Bird. Hello, my name is Cameron Harrison, and I will be playing Frankie Byrne, uh, a, um, a delivery driver. <coughs> uh or professional hitman, depending who you ask, uh, operating in the greater Boston metropolitan area. And last but not least, Rat. Hello, I'm, my name is Rat. I will be playing Samuel Bordeaux, a, a um, firefighter working from the Yukon Fire Department in Yukon, Oklahoma. He is about 6'1", in his early 30s. He's bigger corn-fed looking guy. Alright. First, we shall open up with the friendlies. The friendlies are everyone except for Agent Rowan. All of you friendlies each have received multiple emails detailing a meeting that is going to occur at the Skykesville Seminar. This will occur at a holiday. This will occur at a Holiday Inn Express in Skykesville, Maryland. It will be on the third of February, two thousand and one, at ten in the morning. The seminar is titled "Domestic Abuse Intervention and Response Professional Development Seminar to Be." Also, you are aware that this seminar is not exactly what it seems. You know that you have been hand selected to carry out a very important task of vital importance, and that its true nature will be fully revealed to you by your handler. Your handler, within the email chain, was referred to as Agent R. How do each of you make it to Skykesville, Maryland? And please describe how your character enters 
the room where the seminar is being taken place. Someone? Anyone? I was waiting to see if anybody else would go first, but I guess I will. Um, Bordeaux, he's not a lot super rich, but getting a flight up to Maryland isn't super hard. After all, it'd be a multiple-day drive if he didn't fly. So, gets his flight, arrives with his things, and he's checked. And he gets a rental car, and he arrives, he's on scene for the conference. Walking in, he's definitely dressed just a little bit out of place, but close enough to where you could just assume that maybe he'd spilled something on his shirt and had to change it last minute. Frankie. Sorry, just to... Uh, just to confirm, what was the name of the conference again? The the full name officially of the conference is the Domestic Abuse Intervention and Response Professional Development Seminar 2B. Right, right. Um, so, because this is American, I don't know how far Boston is from Skiesville, Maryland. Um... Probably an overnight drive. Um, so Frankie will uh, get his car and uh, will drive down. Will tell his wife he's going away for something. Kiss his daughter goodbye. And um, yeah, he drives down from Boston to the Holiday Express. Uh, he's put on a, um, what amounts to a fancy, uh, suit for him, which is just, he's put on a off-the-shelf, um, off-the-shelf, uh, two-piece. He's got a shirt, um, he's, got, he's wearing a navy outfit. Um, he is, however, wearing a Boston's Red Sox, um, baseball cap. All right. Enters, enters the room, nods, sits down. Alex, raise. Eris, you're up, sugar. I think we might have lost his audio. Check your mute. Make sure that you are not hardware muted. We seem to be having some difficulties. I'll edit out all the blank space here. That's not a problem. Amber, you had cut out for me. Are you? Did who did you say was next up? You are, sugar. Of course it is. Of course. 
Were you able to hear me? All right. Uh, so, Alex is. I mean, he's in his mid thirties. He's kind of about. He's about six feet tall. Um, warm sun kissed type of skin. Uh, very expressive hazel eyes and everything, and some neatly trimmed dark wavy hair. Um, a more lean, athletic build type of deal. Um, he's probably, honestly, just after being bored on a plane for a little while, uh, sitting semi-casually in one of the chairs at the conference already um, with a little water bottle in hand, uh, just kind of watching as everybody arrives and everything like that. Lucy Stone. Um, Lucy would have multiple calls before she left, uh, both to make sure that her work does not lag behind and to make sure that her son is going to be taken care of while she's gone. She's then going to um, reserve a flight and go through the flight with all the paper she needs about the uh, subject of the seminar as once she's landed she is completely ready she's wearing a suit with a pencil skirt and high heels she looks extremely professional uh, she's gonna take a taxi to the seminar and she is going to go in as if she owned the place she looks extremely confident and ready for whatever's going to happen Oh, if only okay. you guys knew. All right. So, I mean, at this we're point... We're not all future seers here. So, at this point, Rowan, can you please go ahead and introduce yourself? And for context of the room before that happens, as you all enter, you do see quite a small general uh, conference room. It has a few tables. It has a slideshow up. The computer off to the corner is running Windows 95, and it has a PowerPoint on, and a slide that is currently up says a call for peace. It has yet to be forwarded or set on um, automatically. Lucy's the last one that kind of comes in and everything, uh, Alex will kind of like tip a hand up. Hey, are you here for this whole thing as well? Mm. Suppose so. Yeah. Porto kind of looks at her. He's just a, he definitely looks like a fish out of water here. He's got that trade school stare. As you are all conversating between each other, Rowan, you may now make your entrance. Uh, before she walks into the room, Handler, can you confirm for us what today's date is? Yes, I can confirm the date for you. The date currently is the 3rd of February, 2001. All right. So, as the four of you are sitting there, chatting away, tiny little thing with bright pink hair wearing black cargo pants and a tank top. 
wanders in, hops on a table near the front of the room, and uh, takes a long look at each of you. She doesn't look terribly impressed at the moment. So... Welcome, everyone, to our training session. Um, I will be, for all intents and purposes, your contact, case officer, and team lead for what's about to happen. Um, each of you was chosen for a specific reason. I do not know what those reasons are. But I am assuming I will find out. That being said, what I'm about to ask of you is not going to be pretty. Um, this, and she clicks over the slideshow, it shows an image of a rather large building. This is Cornucopia House. Handler, could you describe for us what that looks like? Correct. If everyone would please open up notes, you will see an image of basically a satellite view of the Cornucopia house. So, for listeners, what we are seeing is a plot of open green land surrounded by trees. There is a single road coming in from the northwest. Four buildings are shown and named on this. There is the cottage at the very top, the main house, which connects to the road, the shed is directly behind the main house, and there is a large barn at the very bottom. Yes. Now, you may proceed, Handler Rowan, as that is what appears on the slide. I think we're talking case officer here, not quite handler. Um, Fair enough. Case officer Rowan. There, there is a distinction for our listeners. Case officer is the character. Handler is the person running the game. Right. Correct. So, this is Cornucopia House. Cornucopia House is run by a non-profit organization called Families Without Frontiers. There are, well, there's information coming in from the house that several children are in danger, if not already being harmed. Our job is to go in, dispose of every adult in the house, protect the children at all costs. Do not let the adults speak. Uh, we will remove the bodies once this is done, uh, remove the children from the house to a safe location, from which point we will call my boss. Any questions? Uh, Frankie raises his hand. Yeah, yes. Um, stupid question. Uh, do we know how many kids are in there? Um, 
I believe we do, but I do not have the number in my notes. Nineteen. Yes. Nineteen children. Um, I believe there were approximately a dozen adults. It would it be possible to get a quick TLDR of it all over of it again? I don't want to make you go through the whole thing. Okay, so nineteen little ones. All right, so with this not being, I guess, official or you guys being without a warrant and everything, are you trying to spin this in some type of media way? Like, or is this going to be another weird issue where, like, is this some type of religious thing where they've, like, indoctrinated a bunch of, like, the women and children and stuff like that again? Or... What's the media spin that you're trying to do this, or are you just trying to keep it out of there? We need to keep it out of the media as much as possible. I mean, even better if we can redirect and distract. Same. Eh. And you had mentioned that they can't... Like, we're not supposed to let the adults speak? It, are, like, do they have some type of like pre-programmed trigger word where they're gonna like, unfortunately, off themselves or drink the Kool-Aid, as it were, uh, if they do so or something? Honestly, I was not given that information. My best guess is yes, there is some sort of trigger word that will make something happen, and all it's going to take is one of them speaking it. But I could be wrong. I suppose we could always let somebody talk and find out. I'm not sure that's our best bet, but it is a option. <clears throat> Any other questions? Uh... So, you want us to go whack all the, um, all the adults, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so... Just to make sure, whenever you're saying take them out and stuff, you, you mean to, like, just subdue them so that way they can be interrogated or something? No. Ah. No, we will be removing all evidence of existence. Once we're finished, this place never existed. I mean, they're hurting and abusing children. And when I say children, I mean under the age of 10. Unfortunately. Well, if it's self-defense, if it's self-defense, we can defend it. If Is there a way to defend self-defense by going yeah. into somebody else's home? Depends yeah. how you spin it. You break into a guy, we're breaking into a farm, and we're, we're gonna go blast him, so... I mean... And the good news who's is going to prove true. that... True. Especially if there's no also, one that can contradict us. I mean, also, with this being 
children and stuff, wouldn't it have been easier to get a warrant from, like, CPS or something? Anything. Yeah, why? Because, you know, I'm not the smartest man, but would it not just be easier to get the cops involved? You would think so. However, it is being run by a non-profit with some very photogenic faces. I would like to know, out of character, uh, because I neglected to send this information earlier, Case Officer Rowan, you do have in a manila envelope, you do have records of a Child Protective Services uh, going down and visiting a few times and finding no issues whatsoever with the place. They periodically go down to this location every few months as part of routine. Well, that is information I will definitely share with everybody. Yeah, CPS has been called in and they have done nothing. Questions, ideas, thoughts, anything that might so, help us. I mean, how are we... Do we have, like, a vehicle to safely get the children out and stuff like that? Or is this just some type of, like, bags over their heads and run type of deal? Well, easy enough to procure an RV. Or a bus. I mean, that's fair. Um, I mean, I can... I mean, I can probably get about uh, five of them in the car, but... Nope. Well, we'll be getting firearms, weapons. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why we brought Frankie in to help with that. Preferably unregistered. Which one of you is Frankie again? That's me. Okay. Nice to meet you, uh, Alex. Uh, Frankie Burn, Curious here. Um, you got brought in for uh, some less than let's go with official means of stuff. Wait. What is your speciality, I guess? This off the record? Uh, sure. I, yeah. I think our entire thing is off the record, sure. Well, it's also one of those things where it might help to do a spin type of thing in case this does get found out. It can definitely be spun in a different direction. So officially, yes, off the record. However, contact-wise later on, if we need to make a better PR mess, mm, we'll see. But we'll I talk to you about it I, first. I mean, I got a friend, Joey, who could help with that. But, um... Well, if this is unofficial and no recordings of whatever's happening... I kill people. Yeah, as I said, there's a reason he's here. At least his is more obvious than mine, I suppose. Uh, good, good, good. All right. 
I can also do a bit of driving, you know, I can, you know, I'm good at reading people. Uh, if you get a little bit banged up, I know some basic stuff, but I mean, to be fair, what I know is probably 40 years old. That's fair. All right. Um, uh, Miss Rowan, the... This this thing that's up here, it, it it's in the middle of a field type of thing. I'm assuming they're pretty much gonna see us coming for anything. Um, and there's like like you have here. There's this little cottage. There's this house, a shed, and a barn. Do you is it? Do we have any information on like where everybody stays? If the children are in a different spot. Anything like that type of thing in order to, I don't know, mitigate our possible injuries or theirs? I believe that information is in my files, Handler. The only information that you have in your file is the building itself and a general unlisted blueprint within so inside that was registered with the state quite some years ago but nothing that details what rooms are where. You do know that yeah, this is a non-profit so seems to be head. registered too as uh, it would it be possible to get a quick TLDR of it all over again, I don't want to make you go through the whole thing. In total, uh, 19 children are listed currently there. Uh, you do not have any other information particular of who lives at the building or anything like that. Uh, but you also do know that it is in February, and it is extremely cold outside, and it is snowing hard. Honestly, that should work in our favor. I mean, yeah, we can get white vehicles and everything like that to kind of blend in whenever we're coming up. But also, really bad reporting on this like they didn't give you any type of information it seems so i don't even know if whoever got you this did any type of research and if they don't know where anybody's at i don't know how they would know that the children are being abused i guess is kind of also a concern as you are saying that alex what is your alertness uh 40 that would be good enough as you are saying that you do notice that um, on a nearby desk where your case officer Rowan is standing that there is a burnt pink folder with a Hello Kitty sticker on it. It seems out of place and you also notice some burn marks and maybe blood stains. Well... So we do have proof. Not sure y'all want to see the proof, but if you do, I'll show you. I think maybe if you just tell me, it might be okay. Bordeaux. Looking over there at that uh, burnt refuse and blood. Mm, maybe not something that I necessarily want to see, but at least some confirmation that you're not just, I don't know, picking off some people that you don't like would be good.
Yeah. Bordo, can I please get a I think I'd uh, like a little more than just some words. Of your character again. Like, what I'll is their profession? The what do they do for a living? Firefighter. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Can I please get a sanity check, please? Bordeaux's a firefighter. As I presume that case officer Rowan is handing the folder over. That is correct. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. If there's anyone else that wants to have a look, you might as well come on over. Yes, Again, sir. I Just don't recommend it, but... Stop. Up. Please uh, verbally say your results. You lose one sand from that, the unnatural. Please refer to your private messages. That is messages a 23 take a moment out of 50. To read the message, to read what I have sent you in silence. And then react appropriately using that information as that is how your character reacts upon looking inside of the envelope. Inside of the Hello Kitty folder, sorry. Anyone else who views, please uh, let me know now. I'm waiting for their reaction. All right. Okay, we shall. And Alex um, is going to be waiting for uh, Rowan to give some type of just generalized version of what it is that they're going to be looking at type of thing. So, I had a moment where my internet went a bit silly. What all is being seen? Currently, Rat is looking with inside of the Hello Kitty folder, which apparently holds the evidence of the child abuse. Rat, whenever you are ready, please go ahead and act appropriately to what you're seeing. You could see Bordeaux, like, he clenches his fist. This hard veins just popping up on his veins, and he takes it, he closes it, and he set, hands it back over to the case officer. And he walks over to a wall, and he drives a hole through it with his fist. It's upsetting. It's horrible. And all the things he's seen over the years, nothing makes him more upset than you. After a minute of just kind of like letting him let that, subside um, just a bit, he pulls his hand out, dusts it off of the wall. During this episode, I'll uh, I'll pay for that. Yeah, I'm gonna skip on the ladder if that's okay. Um. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it simply. You want us to go in, whack the adults, get the kids out. I don't need to see what they did. I don't wanna know what they did. All I gotta know is that uh, the big man downstairs is gonna have fun with them. Well I'll make sure does, it, does anyone here would want to view the Hello Kitty folder now before Case Officer Rowan takes it back into her possession? I recall some uh, agent taking uh, interest. No thanks. 
Okay, that seems to be no one else wants to look into the folder, Agent Rowan. Yeah, probably for the best there. Um, she can tell by his reaction it's not pretty. Frankie raises his hand up again. Yeah, Frankie. Now, I want you to understand. I don't like people doing things to kids that, you know, they can't defend themselves against. I'm more than happy to do this. I ain't doing it pro bono, though. I mean, could you... I got a cover for the gas. You know how much it is to get from Boston to here? Too we much. can at least cover that in housing for while you're here. That's all I ask. Hey, uh... Sorry, uh, mm -hmm. Bordeaux, was it? You bleeding? Bordeaux? Yeah. Can I get a sanity check when he asks you that? Eh, anything to worry about. And you can see knuckles. The hole in not. the wall. Yeah. When you look down at your hand and then you look back at the hole, you oh, yeah, see sure. the remains of a rat that was crawling up inside the wall. Now utterly destroyed by your fist. And you lose no sand, but you do lose one hit point as you see the marking of the twenty-eight out of where the rat made impact with your fist. Shake, shakes his hand a bit. Oh, and grabs, you say that. Runs that hole and wipes yeah, his eyes. That's that's right, right, I smear blood on his face. If we're trying that, to be no, discreet at all, that is not something, even here. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Blood dry <laughs> we heard it's a mix of, so if you want to just start over, that'd be great too. I don't know why that. Here you go. Uh, I'll pass some uh, wet wipes. It's, it's a mix of just blood, drywall, dust, and tears. Yeah, I think there's a, a restroom just down the hall and everything. If you want to clean up and compose and come back and everything, yeah, take some. Clean the face off a bit. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. He takes good the, shot on he the right. down. He'll be back in a moment. I mean, but hey, wake up, yeah. big Boston. Still, you're allowed to continue without him if you want. Saw one that was the size of a basketball. Let me tell you, he that was impressive. And like that, you know it. That thing as he disappears in the hallway. The cleanliness of your city concerns me a little bit, but yeah. you know, I suppose it's a thing in larger areas. Either way, uh, Miss Rowan, without yes. all of us, I guess, seeing whatever that was in there that 
assumedly shows some type of child abuse and everything. Could you kind of summarize kind of thing? Uh, I realize that you do have the proof and everything, obviously. Now, do you... I'm very reluctant to ask, but are they burning these kids alive? Is that why everything's slightly smoldery, I guess? They're not killing them that way, but... Case off the road, if you would like to make an attempt at a more direct recollection of what's in the folder, I will need a sanity check from you now. Alright, let me get that for you. Just as soon as I remember where I put my character sheet. So that is a fail. 70 over 53. Go ahead and roll 1d4 for sand loss. <laughs> uh, one point. The details that you can remember inside the folder is they are disturbing. There was blood. There were signs of things occurring ritualistically in nature. The faces of the adults seem to be purposely obscured. You vaguely remember that there were finer details, but you would need to take another look into the folder to try to ascertain anything more concrete. But you also notice that there seem to be some unsettling pictures of children who are not fully clothed, so to speak. And I will not elaborate further, but... I will only say that they were unable to move as knives were dug into them. So, to be perfectly fair, I've blocked a lot of it out. It is not an easy thing to look at. But, well, several of the photos showed children in various states of undress down in one way or another, tied up, sharp, pointy objects used, that type of thing. Alright, um, guess does your, uh, does the organization or anything like that think that this has to do with, like, any of those, uh, fantasy games that they've been releasing everything that have to do with, like, satanic worship and stuff like that that we're seeing around? Most likely not. Uh, if anything, it's more likely related to some cult. Is there an intent to gather um, evidence for the police to get some legal action on those adults? Well, since there won't be any adults to take legal action on... Lucy, what is your law? Uh, my law is 70. You have very good law. You know something that the others would likely be overlooking so to speak. 
you know that all adoption agency, group homes, juvenile residence facilities, and more answer to the Department of Human Services in Maryland. It was also where Child Protective Services, in some joint cases, on a routine check-on-check basis from a federal agency, also cooperated with in some of these checks. It jogs your memory when talking to Case Officer Rowan at this moment because you realize that you might be able to get additional records and speak to the agent who was assigned to the Cornucopia House to see what they have seen on the inside. I seem, if I am correct, and it, it's very likely that I'm correct, um, they have to answer to someone. And I have an idea who that might be. Uh, if you give me some time, I might be able to get some records of what uh, CPS has seen, like the actual records of what they've seen. Maybe. I would be very surprised that they would not do their job without being paid to not do it, if you see what I mean. Yeah, unfortunately, there have been plenty of cases where CPS did or did not see the important bits. Actually, Miss Lucy, if you can get me some of those and everything as well, I can start working on a uh, cover story just in case all of this starts rolling downhill for us to paint everything in a more theatrical light that'll say whatever we were doing was really good. So, just as a tailspin. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, Miss Rowan, do you know any of the more, uh, I guess, high-profile names that are the adults in this situation, they seem to, from what you've said, have kind of deeper pockets, fingers, and everything. Normally those people have some type of name out in public, uh, and if they just go missing sometimes, it could be cause for alarm for certain places. Um, anything that we should be aware of here? Handler, if we have names, I do. Let me pull those notes up. Yes, we do indeed have a few different names here. Um, uh, Miss Sabina Apolinov, Alexei Arseny, Ryan Inakenti, and Yelena Kalamatiano. Lots of Greek names, if you ask me. Each of them within your paperwork is assigned an official-sounding job within the nonprofit organization. Sabrina handled the accounting paperwork. Alexei handled intake. Brian handled outtake. And Yolana is the grandmother of the house, so to speak. She maintains cleaning, cooking, and more. Alright, 
So these ones at least don't seem to be famous, I suppose, in any way. So it's really just money at that point. That's a little bit easier to work with. Perfect. I will allow that anyone here... Okay, so does anyone here have history at 80% or occult at 60%? Not I've a got a wolf up APK, not a cult. Say it again. Let me look. I might actually have a cult. My who? My cult's at forty-three. History nope. at uh, eighty or a cult at sixty? Does anyone here meet those, those requirements? Percent. Say so now nope. if you do. Okay, I will allow a roll at a minus twenty percent penalty if anyone would like to attempt when you hear those names. Yeah, why not? Uh, I've got a 50 in history. I'll give that a try. Uh, let's... Yeah, sure, I'll think. (laughs) I'm sure you're all... got a 30 and a cold. I'm going to do it for the lols, and also, if I succeed, once again, this is going to be hilarious, because this is technically only one. (laughs) Um, I got a... I got an 8 under 50 for my occult role. Okay. Uh, I got 21 Aww. under 30 for history. I got 49 under 1 for his uh, for occult. Mm-hmm. Okay, for those who have succeeded, what you have realized as you look over, as you start mulling over those names, is they appear to be possibly Russian in origin. You swear you've heard those names before down the grapevine, reading through obscure internet IRC chat logs, through various uh, news reports that you may have scoured in some forum post online, or through some general family members who might be on the Russian-leaning side. You believe that they seem to have that the names themselves seem to be, in your opinion, of Russian origin and remind you of a particular group known as the Skopaski. I will go ahead and type that out because that is a interesting name and put it in notes. Nope, it copied the wrong word. There we go. You know that that is a splinter cell group that was operating in Russia during the 1990s. They have been documented to do sexual mutilation, preaching about holiness of castration, and various other rumors that are not yet confirmed. But you know there's something to dig at here, potentially in the future. The names seem to ring that bell as you are uncertain, though, if these particular names are members who you have read in reports or listened to by rumor or word of mouth, or that someone's last name, just by coincidence, happened to match someone who from that cult, therefore suggesting a relation. Given the nature of the children... And what has been inside of the folder, 
you do believe there seems to be a compelling connection. Well, uh, well, with those names, uh, I'm really hoping what I'm thinking of is not correct, but it would explain the reaction of what was in that folder, uh, for sure. Okay. I mean, it lines up. Sure. Uh, that's a way to put it, I suppose, yeah. Anyone else have questions? Sorry, could you, uh, just to clarify, have the names been given out loud? Yes. Correct. Everyone knows the names. Those who have succeeded, uh, recollected the knowledge I have previously stated. So... I have... I have a bond that is Russian, but I at least have recognized that one of those names is, well, that those names are Russian sounding. Yes, uh, given that you have a, a Russian bond, you I would say that that would forego the need for you to have succeeded at your role, so you would have recognized potential cult linkage, Russian in origin, linked to the 1990s. This may have been something that your Russian bond has brought up as folklore or rumors or stuff from his motherland. You guys don't mind if I make a phone call uh, involving these people, right? I got... I know a guy. Go right ahead. I mean, honestly, isn't more information the best information most of the time? Definitely I would like to go time. make I would like to make a phone call as well. It should not take that long. I would like to call to get the records of uh, the visits that CPS did. Yes, you can make we'll, we'll go ahead and handle you first. You know that making a phone call um, to that bureaucratic entity will likely get you stonewalled. You will likely need to go in person to actually obtain the files for security measures, but you can speak with the agent who has that case and talk with them over the phone now to see if you can pick up any details. We will go ahead and go through that now. So, given your high law, uh, I presume you likely, when you go to a state, you probably do some general researching of a bureaucratic yeah. state, or you would find a phone book. You'd be able to get the phone number pretty quickly. And you immediately begin dialing it, and there seems to be a decent amount of ringing. And as this is going on, um, you eventually get a phone call. The phone call is answered by a woman who says her name is Carrie Huntington. Hi, how are you? My name is Carrie Huntington. How can I help you? Thank you so much for calling. <clears throat> Thank you for so much calling the uh, Maryland Department of Human Services. Um, hi. Uh, I would like to check some records for a case I am on currently. Of course. Do you have a warrant, please? Mm. 
Actually, what is the name of the file you're looking at? She's gonna, like... You would say no, the cornucopia like house. Exists. Computer yeah. do exist, yes. Uh, how is she gonna spin it? Because she doesn't have a case. She literally just wants to Yes, it. with your 70% law, you do know that the confidentiality of all adoption records is one of the most legally binding protections provided under federal law since 1947. And all these records are sealed by the state. Okay. What would be the most credible way to have access to it? You know that if you go down to the headquarters... Um, if you go down to Maryland, the Department of Human Services headquarters in Baltimore, well, with your 70% law, there is a good chance that you'll be able to see the, uh, legal paperwork to order, uh, when you would be able to see the legal paperwork ordering those records sealed. It is a courtesy provided by the Maryland, uh, Department of Human Services, However, however, it's, it is a courtesy only those who are in the legal profession that they offer. It's not really a quid pro quo. It's like if a private citizen walked in and tried to do this, they wouldn't allow it. But given that you are a lawyer and you practice and you're part of the legal apparatus in general, there's a good chance if you go in person and start speaking to some of these people that you'd be able to look at the files. It'll be another thing to get them Xerox and taken with you. That would almost be impossible. Yeah, so I'd be able to see it, but not bring anything with me. Yes, unless okay. you steal it. So, I, <laughs> I don't have enough skills to steal it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what I'm going to do, though, is just take an appointment Okay. Um, she like, says um, that she can take you in um, just later on today. Just ask for her name at the front desk, and she will gladly help you find your uh, service worker assigned to the case, uh, get you the case number, the relevant paperwork, and uh, receive the warrant that you have to look at the, anything that is currently sealed. Again, given your high law and your legal professional background, you might you have a very good chance that you can slide by needing a warrant. Yeah, but I'm just gonna agree. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Paperwork. <laughs> yep. So you know that your character will need to go down there in person. And you can make okay. it down there today. Okay. That's fine. So I'll finish my call and come back. And just announce that I'll need to go in person to see those guys. Alright. Might not be a bad idea for you to take Alex with you. I was gonna say, uh, think of dealing with people and stuff, right? Down there in the offices, do you need... I'm not very great with the law or anything like that, but people tend to like me pretty well. Um, in case we need to... Honestly, if we need to flirt with somebody to get something done, I can help out with that. It should be fine. Um, usually it needs a warrant, but I know my way enough in the system that I should be able to look at the papers without problem. But 
I would not be against having someone with me just to uh, mm -hmm. take notes. Notes. Yeah. Oh, because you can't. You and can not take them with you. I cannot take. I can assure you right now, I will not be able to take them out, or I will not be able to photocopy anything. We will have to remember what's in it. So having multiple mm. eyes on it will be easier to remember. And a notepad doesn't hurt at all. So, perfect. Alright, I believe Frankie was also making a call. Okay, we shall now go to Frankie. Frankie, who are you calling and can you give the brief description of them? Yeah, so, I am calling my bond Alexi. Alexi, not, hopefully not... Alright, so, go ahead Frankie, <laughs> describe Alexi, please. So, Alexi is, um... Officially, Alexi is the owner of this, uh, small Russian import shop, grocery shop. Um, you know, one of those ethnic food shops that exist. Um, the man is, uh, large. Um, he has a beard, uh, slicked back hair that's white, glasses, um, very friendly, um, but, uh, those that know of his past know that he is a former, uh, member of the Ministry of State Security for the, uh, Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. He was a KGB spy. Um, what that is, good to know. So he is, he knows, he knows stuff that's going on that's primarily Russian. Um, but he's, he's also good for getting documents that you may need to do foreign travels, but the have going with a blue U.S. passport might get you some dirtier looks. All right. So the phone rings and eventually you hear a man answer the phone. Frankie, Frankie, how you doing? Alexi, good to hear you, man. Listen, uh, hey, did um, did you get the wife's cannolis? Yes, I managed to get the cannolis, but I need to ask, when are we going to go bowling soon? Ah, uh, soon. Hey, um, this is, uh, this is a call that, uh, you know that job, uh, that delivery I got to Maryland? Yes, um, yes, I'm aware. Well, something's just come up. Um, something, uh, it ain't. That's what I told Deborah. Don't tell her that it ain't um, ain't just a delivery. There's, I got a job. If you know what I mean. I, I understand that you are someone who's quite the spring cleaner, so to speak. Exactly, you know, a house painter and all of that. Yes. Um, I've got a couple of names I want to run by you, because uh, I just want to know if maybe you know something about these people. I'm not Go saying ahead. that all Russians know people, but considering what I've just been told, 
and your um, special history, Mr. Ivanovich uh, Bond. Uh, I was wondering if maybe you'd be able to tell me something about these people. Yes, go ahead and give me some names and I'll see what I can pull. So we've got, uh, let me see now, I've got the names here. As and Sabina Apolovna Apolonov, can't even read my own handwriting anymore. Alexei Arseny, uh, assuming no relation. Um, no. Ryan Inokenti and Yelena Kalamatiano, which sounds more Greek than anything. Hmm. Would I can like get some familiarity for that. I'm getting some familiarity with these names. And yes, go ahead and make a roll. Also check the squid. Uh, yeah, and they're part of a group called um, Scapsy. Hmm. Mm. Go ahead and so, make the charisma times five check, please. So that is a total of several that. Uh, that is a success. That is a 51 or under 60. Okay, so you may drain that bond by one point. Yep. And he says, do you have a number I can get back at to you? Uh, yeah, you can always... Um, and I give him my burner phone number. Alright, if I find some information, I'll make sure to call you. It'll take some time, though. Uh, what's that word that you taught me? Um, uh, I can't remember it, but, uh, appreciate it. Um, cheers, uh, cheers, Alexi. You take care now. Ask him on you. Then he hangs up. You taught me what the word for thank you was. I can't remember it. I, I can't speak Russian. I can barely speak English. You all notice at the slideshow that um, Amber had running, and as it began to go through and the uh, subsequent slides, it did freeze at red thoughts, like the computer froze on that particular slide. It seemed to not be responsive at what you were doing, and it also had a weird-looking brain on the corner, and it also listed the primary uh, methods and reasons people uh, have claimed to have committed domestic abuse in ascending order. Eventually, the computer gives a blue screen of death. Damn technology. You might want to have someone check that. Yeah. I'll figure it out. At least it's not my computer. I suppose it's a good time to ask. Did anybody pack SIGINT? Or not SIGINT, CompSci? Uh, I've got a few I'm, points. You know, I got a bit of like signal okay. stuff. Something's better than none. Like, how good are you talking? 
I, I, somebody had said that they were making a computer person, so I specifically did not. Oh, I wanted to, but I changed a bit, but I did put in computer. Yeah, we've got some. My character's a boomer, so there is no way in hell he understands computers. That's good. They at least so have no one here has computer science. No, I have it. You have it, Lucy? What's your computer science? Uh, uh, my computer science is at 50. That was That's odd. That's better than mine. That, undeniably, was odd, what the computer did. Normally, computers on the blue screen, they might, you know, happen out of nowhere, but... The the way the screen jittered in like very small ways and what was happening to the font you're not exactly sure but it just rubs you the wrong way as someone who is more computer inclined I was busy taking notes I saw the blue death I look down I look back and I seem a bit confused then I get up and I go to the computer. I look at Rowan. Would you mind? Go ahead. Uh, Lucy, what are you doing? I, I'm curious if it's a virus or something. Sure, like, so... I'm just gonna check if I can, like, do something with it. Yeah, you, you get it to boot back up, you get, like, there's no login password. You're hearing some weird noises from within the computer, like a rattling noise. Like, you're not sure if it's, like, grinding from the hard drive sputtering. Like, it just sounds off. I'll run the, um, I'll check if there's an antivirus, because I don't think in early no, 2000 it was, no, like, automatic. There is no antivirus, but uh, you're getting some glitching, which seems to it seems to indicate uh, when you are looking at it, it seems to indicate that there might be a hardware malfunction going on, and you know how to open up the side of a computer case. You're fifty percent, like you're you're very well in tune there, and you think it's a hard drive. I'll take a quick look, like power down the computer, wait for it to be like fully off, and take just a quick look, see if there's yep. something broken in it. Yep, so you take off the case, and can I get a sanity check, please? Oh, nice. Uh, where's my sanity? Okay. I ask uh, that question all the time. <laughs> Oh my god, I got a four! <laughs> okay, so you lose no sand. Now, remember, you have, I recall that your limit was spiders, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, when you say, like, if I were to narrate that you got bit by a spider, would that be too much? If you start describing, like, in detail what the spider looks like and how it crawls on me, I will be very unhappy. Just saying okay. the spider bite me, it's fine. Yes, I will limit it to you stick your hand in and you just get a sharp jabbing pain. Your spider was inside the computer on top of the hard drive. 
It seemed to bite you near your um, arm. Like, it's not your hand. It's, like, in between your elbow and your hand in that area when you like dug your hand in. Forearm? Yeah, your forearm. When you were digging your hand in. Uh, I, I try to smack it, and I let out a, a yelp. It, it dies in the <laughs> Then smack. <laughs> yeah, it dies instantly. I was unaware that computers would attack us today. Alright, I guess that's a thing. It's a spider. Uh, oh, I hate those things. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the life hates them too. Bit. Hates them as much as uh, hates them as much as the jets. Uh, oh, you hate the jets? Guess that means we got something in common, Frankie. Yeah. Miss Rowan, you mentioned that you had a blueprint no, or something of the uh, the the stead. There is is that correct? All we have are the satellite images. Okay. Um, are they only on that thing, or do you have hard copies? I have hard you copies. Have hard copies. Yep. All right. Okay. So, if I can, can we see those really quick, or can I at least please? Sure. All right. Um, so, uh, what I would like to do here is possibly use like my military science to see about what would be uh, pretty good ways to either watch these, watch what's going on here so we can figure out how to get in and possibly view routes that we could get into and get the children out through easily if that's possible. Yes, what is your military science land? Uh, 40 because brand yeah, new characters. So. You, you, you don't need to roll for that. That's extended knowledge. Uh, the bottom corner south of the barn seems to be an ideal entry point and getaway point looking at the map. The main entrance, which takes a proper road to the main house, would be too obvious and likely under surveillance if someone were to look out for people. And it seems to be gravel road, so they will hear you approaching. You know that it is extremely snowy outside. So much, in fact, that you are confident that you will be more obscured on foot when you approach the uh, when you approach, and that you'll be more on the safe side. Um, in layman, in game terms, you'll get a twenty percent bonus to stealth checks if needed. And you know that uh, you can probably go to some sporting goods stores nearby to get some additional white camo suits for quote unquote hunting purposes. And which will increase your uh, stealth protection as well as starve off frostbite. Uh, you believe that entering in from south, from south of the barn, seems to be your best approach, or anywhere from the tree line once you get in the tree line itself. Okay. Alright, so, uh, Frankie, right? Yeah. All right. So we will wait for the rat to be back. <laughs> uh, that poor guy. Hello. All right, Frankie. <laughs> All right, That's Frankie. my name. So 
here on this uh, map, what I'm seeing here is the the south entrance here towards the barn. <laughs> Can I just keep going? What should we yeah. do here? Let's just keep going. Okay. Cool. cool. Alright, so Frankie, I think the best way to come up through this to not be seen is going to be here through the south. Uh, mm -hmm. Dressed in white and everything. And as long as we can get out and everything, this is going to be best in and out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's going to sound... This is, I've never thought that I would say this sentence in my life, but you have killed much, many, many, many more people than I have. So... <laughs> Allegedly, that is correct. So, this is how I think that that would go down the best based upon some research that I did for a book, but if you have any suggestions, or does that look good to you? Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, see. Hey, what you got? Yeah, the whole place is surrounded by wood. We park on road 274 here, the big sideway. We track through. My big thing is you're probably gonna want to park. You're gonna want to park your car somewhere on the corner of New Elk and Country and Two Seven Four, and then head on up there. Because the main thing is you ain't. You got that big open space right between the main house and the forest. Yeah. So that's so. What I'd suggest is using. Well, if we can, well, if we can actually start through the main road and track our way through the forest there, that way that open area wouldn't be a deal. Or we could even. Yeah, that would probably yeah. So what I'm, so yeah, what I think what we do is we go, we'll draw up, we head on up south, cross. To limit exposure, I think what we need to do is head across this little gap here using the barn as cover. And then sneak up to the barn itself and then head through the barn, past the shed, and straight into the main house. Well, we could probably do this over a few days too, or like over a day. Like if we got to that ridge line there, we could kind of scope out the place. Uh, so up there in the trees where you can kind of see both the where the main house is the barn and probably a little bit of the shed We could see if they have like a routine that they do or something and mm. From there we could figure out when to go probably at night obviously because darkness, but It could be a really good thing to kind of watch for a second that way. We're not surprised by anything especially with from what I'm remembering or hoping is incorrect information, we might want to make sure that some of this stuff isn't uh, right there on top of us. Sounds like a plan. All right. So, I mean, me and Lucy here have to go to the... Where are we going, Lucy? It's the Maryland's... Child Protective Services, or is where where is that that we're going? The Human Resources Center. Governments have a name for everything. Right. Perfect. Yes. 
All right. Um, I mean, even if we wanted to do that, or like if you guys get there today and kind of scope out the things, and then me and Lucy join you with information in the woods at a certain point or even down the road, that way we kind of kill two birds with one stone type of deal. I don't want you guys to be in danger or anything like that, but it might be advantageous. Sounds like a plan. Are you going to be joining us, Miss Rowan? I will stick with these two. Which two? I'll be out in the field. Um, uh, much better use out there. All right. During all this, Bordeaux would have been making arrangements to have the stuff he couldn't have mailed, right. flown with, express mailed up here. All right, I think that is a place where we can stop, since I think the next steps are leaving the room and heading on out to do stuff. All right. Yay, 